And what is up, everyone? I'm Joe DeHoyos. I am the host of Beyond the Woodline. And I have with me today, Crystal and Brett. How are you guys doing today? Very good. Thank Excellent. you. Excellent. Nice good, to be here. Man. Yeah. yeah. Man, I thank you guys a lot for doing the show. I really do appreciate it. And uh, you guys seem like some really good people. And uh, we were already laughing right before we came on the air. So that's a good thing. <laughs> well, I figure we're going to be talking about the stuff that we like to talk about. So Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's that's a way to spend some time. Yeah, so I don't know who wants to go first, but uh, how did you get involved in all of this, and when did your psychic abilities take place? You know, I'll start because I was the one that had it happening first. Um, when I was a little kid, I was um, we always had ghosts around, and I had spirits coming to me looking for help and stuff like that. And this was all when I was... Um, really young. And I think that my first psychic or my first mediumship experience that I know um, happened when I was about eight years old. And so I've been into this stuff forever. My family was accepting of it. So it made it so that I could pursue it. And uh, so I've been kind of looking for it all my life and involved with it all my life. And then comes Crystal. <laughs> and um, well, I was, I actually grew up uh, atheistic and skeptical of everything. Uh, unlike him, I, like my family didn't believe in any of this. I didn't have any experiences when I was young, you know, so I didn't really believe in any of it until I was maybe like in my early 20s. And I came to it through um, doing a lot of past life regressions. And then once you sort of accept that that's real, like your soul exists more than in more than one body, all of a sudden, wow, ghosts and like all this other stuff makes total sense, right? You can't like believe in one and not in the other. So then I opened my mind, but then when I met him, like that was a whole other level. Yeah, he was thought, uh, called like ghost magnet by his friends when he was uh, younger because it was like whenever he was around, something was gonna happen, you know? So when I got together with him, stuff just, yeah, started happening all the time. <laughs> yeah, you become a believer pretty quickly. Yeah. It's happening all over the place. Right. You know, so a little bit about me so you guys will know. Uh, I'm actually, Bigfoot is my, is what I do. You know, that's, that's in my wheelhouse. But I've always been interested in the paranormal. I've always been interested in UFOs and alien stuff. And it wasn't until maybe, I guess, a little over two years now that I started really, really getting into the UFO stuff and really getting into okay. the paranormal stuff. And of course, that led to a lot of the psychic stuff, the remote viewing mm -hmm. stuff, um, uh, uh, past life regressions. I've looked mm -hmm. into so much of that stuff. Mm -hmm. And uh, I've actually found out a lot about myself, you know. Yeah. That, mm -hmm. you yeah. know? And uh, so I'm a completely different person now than I was two, two, you know, two years ago, you know. Uh, it, and I think a lot of people see that and I think it's all for the better because I've opened myself up to so much more mm -hmm. rather than put myself into a box, you know? Yeah. And it's, it's not that I didn't believe in that stuff. I just mm -hmm. didn't explore it, you know, and now that I've explored it and I'm constantly on YouTube or uh, any other channels that have any kind mm -hmm. of, you know, paranormal psychic stuff on there, psychic mediums. And I'm trying to learn and I'm trying to, uh, teach myself this stuff now I'm, I'm 50 years old but i'm still trying to make myself a better person i think you know and uh, open my mind and some stuff um i've been able to pick up on you know I, it kind of comes and goes and it's not very strong so 
you know, I'm not Professor X over here, but you know, you can, <laughs> it's funny how you, how if you really concentrate and what I do started doing, uh, like I said, two years ago is uh, meditating, and that that really really helped me out. And, uh, I, I'm not gonna say it's easy, but I think once you learn that, at least for me, once I started learning how to actually meditate, it made it so much uh, easier for me. Oh, for sure. sure. For sure. Yeah. I mean, you're getting out of the way, right? I mean, because yeah. Brett and I have this uh, message that we're trying to get out to everybody. Like everybody is psychic. You know, not everybody's psychic ability is going to look exactly the same, but everybody is psychic. But you have to you have to work for that, right? You have to study that or train that muscle or something. And so, yeah, the meditation, what that does is it gets your brain out of the way. So you can see and he hear and feel that stuff that was already there the whole time, right? right but right, yeah. we're just in our way with our chatter and our ego and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? Sure. I think you, I think you said it right. It's, it's, it's like a muscle that you got to exercise, right? Mm -hmm. You know, and um, you know, you got to get out of your own way for that, I yeah. think, too. Already asking questions in the chat. We have um, we have somebody backing up nearby. I don't know if you can hear beeping. <laughs> uh, yeah, I hear some beeping, but yeah, but so it's fine. Sorry, I can't, I can't the bat phone. There you go. Um, yeah, it'd be fine. Um, I or we can answer psychic questions a little bit. Yeah, we can try yeah. it out and see how it goes. Sometimes it's to me with how I see it is it's all up to the other side. It's what right. the other side is. Is is giving me? Um, yeah, it's that, just a matter of being open to you guys. It. Is that something that that comes to you, or is it something that you're able to turn on and off? Um, I'm I I do it wrong. I'm always on. I think <laughs> it's just because since I was little, I had I've I've kind of had this, and so it's um, if I'm not if I'm not using it or if I turn it off, I feel like. I have something wrong. Like uh, there's a sense missing. And so it's, it's mostly on all the time. Um, now, whether I'm paying attention or not, that's another thing. Cause I think that's the big thing about being psychic. It's just a matter of um, noticing these subtle, subtle things um, that are what it is to be psychic really. And, I don't, I don't and, know if I even answered the, the no, question. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And, and for me, um, I have to keep it turned off because it's largely animal based. And so explain. Yeah, I will. I, what I receive often is what are strong emotions and thoughts from animals, which is often them in pain, crying out for help that sort of thing. And so if I don't have that off, turned off most of the time, except when I'm practicing, I'm just sort of bombarded and, and psychic ability is not local. It's not local. So um, it's not like when Brett and I share thoughts, which we actually do, that's something that happens all the time. Right, we ask like, true. yeah, like, we'll both think of the same thing and one will say it. And it's like, wait, how many seconds ago did you think that? Because I thought that 10 seconds ago, and then he says it out loud, you know, like that kind of thing. But it's not um, local. Um, there's something different. You're going to um, a non-local place to get it. So I get, I do my animal work. I don't have to be with the animal. Um, I just have a photograph and whatever. So my point of saying that is that I'm getting, uh, if I don't have it turned off when I'm not using it, I'm just getting bombarded with strong emotional 
uh, pleas from animals from, I don't even know where they are. I couldn't help them if I wanted to, because I don't even know where they are. I'm just getting like the emotion, the, the imagery, you know, that kind of thing. So I have to have it turned off. So um, yeah, so I guess it could go both ways. But what I can say about him is, yeah, occasionally when the house is really, really busy with spirits and he'll do a clearing and he'll be like, everybody out, everybody out, you know, and then he'll put like a, like a bubble on it or something. Um, he can only stay on that for like a little while. He has to take it off and let the spirits come back in. Or he feel like he said, he feels there's like some part of himself missing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense too. Yeah. So you, you go back to the, you guys shared thoughts. <laughs> was that, always, was that from the very beginning or is that something that pretty also much. developed too? No, it pretty much. Um, yeah. I mean, pretty much from the beginning, right. It would, we realized that and it used to be a big deal because, oh my God, that's telepathy. Wow. Like, how is that not, but now it's like, it's so common that it's just part of how we communicate. But so is it hard to keep I've... secrets? <laughs> I don't keep secrets anyway. <laughs> well, if you want to surprise her, he doesn't know how to keep secrets anyway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, what if you wanted to surprise her with something like a, a night out or something? Could you, could you hide that from her? No, I, I don't do nights out either. <laughs> okay. So no, I'm just kidding. Um, no, I mean, I, I actually, I think it's in, it's in my, my being that I just don't do secrets really, mm -hmm. at least with crystal when it's important. I don't, um, if I was planning a night out, like I would tell her so early, like way <laughs> early, it wouldn't even be a surprise. It'd be like, yeah. it'd be like, Hey honey, I was going to surprise you with this, but no surprise parties this... <laughs> in my future. That's for sure. That was bad. Okay. <laughs> that's kind of like with me and my family that's in our nature too like mm -hmm. if uh my birthday is next week and she goes out and buys a gift tonight she's giving it to me tonight yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's just the way she is she's like yeah, here's, right on. yeah, yeah. here's your present i'm like well my birthday's not till monday it doesn't matter here's here take it open it you know? yeah I'm like, okay that's just the way we are too that's just our nature yeah that's cool so, that's... so you so, know what you were mentioning um with you like you're mainly into bigfoot but you've kind of stretched out into these other things. Yeah, that's where I got the name Beyond the Woodline. You know, yeah. I, I feel like, um, in my opinion, I feel like it's all very similar. It's all different different things that are um, mostly dimensional and things will pop into the physical, physical reality and all that stuff. But I think, like, you being open to all of that stuff is going to make you probably a better Bigfoot hunter or I don't, I don't know what the right word would be because yeah. people are like, yeah. ghost hunter, no, I'm a paranormal yeah. investigator. Yeah, <laughs> so. and, and people even have a problem with that. You know, what's an investigator? What's a researcher? Right. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's just a, a label for crying out loud. Leave it alone. Yeah. yeah. It's the, you know, this are, field can be so um, ridiculous and petty, actually, the people yeah. in it. It's like, you know what? We're like on the fringe of society. Let's like... <laughs> be together and like yeah, hold each other up. Not this like stupid bickering that people yeah. do. I can't stand it, it. It, yeah. it. Yeah. It's always over the craziest little things. Like, yes. Oh, for yes. sure. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like everybody wants to wear the tiara, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, come on, there's plenty of places for us to go. Mm -hmm. you know? Oh, for That's sure. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Crystal was telling me that uh, you kind of get on your bike and ride around and mm -hmm. check out places on your own and you have your own YouTube channel. Yeah, um, it's called Haunted Medium. 
and I want everybody to go out and subscribe because, <laughs> you know, it's it's so difficult to, um, well, feel self worth while doing this kind of thing. That's like a a qu quantifier right there. Um, but yeah, um, I used to be a teacher, and I would get the summers off, and Crystal let me go out and ride my motorcycle and I would go out and I'd be out for two weeks or a month or a little bit over a month. And, um, like I rode up to the Arctic circle, basically on a dirt bike. And, uh, this is from Los Angeles. So it's, it's no, no small feat. No. Um, but a lot of people like you can do it. Anybody can do this. It's just, you know, whether, whether you want to, and you have the time. <laughs> whether you're into that. But um, I was doing that every summer. And then finally, I was just kind of like, you know what? I, I should start doing video while I'm doing it. And I started doing the video stuff. And I would just go places, uh, paranormal spots or regular spots, because everywhere has something interesting going on. And I would um, talk to the spirits there. or um, you know, try to try to find out about UFOs or, you know, whatever the thing was in these different areas. And so I've been doing that for a few years now. And um, yeah, I go out and I, I produce these weekly shows based on where I've been. So it's just walking around with me and um, I get EVPs, like tons of EVPs. And I think they're probably some of the best that I've ever heard. <laughs> And, um, I mean, I think that something with my psychic abilities allows the spirits to, um, allows the spirits to communicate better. And so they come out on audio. And so it's just crazy, but I love doing that. And the coolest spot I got to go to, uh, last year was Skinwalker Ranch. I got oh, to yeah. camp. I camped in the property right next door um, overlooking, well, I wasn't allowed to camp on the ridge, but it's the ridge that overlooks Skinwalker Ranch. And so that was just an insane night. So right. Yeah, I, I, I've seen people go up on that ridge. Yeah. yeah. So when you, like encounter spirits, are they all earthly beings? No, no. Um, okay. I, it, it's funny because, you know, you start out and you're like, okay, I've, this is a, this is a spirit of a human being, or this is a ghost from a human being. And then um, as you start developing and opening up, you're drawing the attention of other folks over there on the other side. And so um, we'll have ETs. And we'll have um, fairies. Like it's it's just a trip. It's it has kind of turned into um, like in Star Wars. Um, you know, every time you see a new a new alien come on the screen, you're like, oh, cool. How does this how does this one affect the story? I mean, right. you don't. There's no judgment or anything. And I'm I'm to the point where it's like, um, wow, I don't know what this thing is, but you know. <laughs> This thing has entered the chat, you know. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, and um, it's interesting that, that you mentioned the ETs, and I, I don't want to step on your toes here, but uh, so a friend of mine, he had a 
he had a near-death experience. He actually died two different times in his life. Um, but now uh, he has the ability to hear voices from the other side, but not just from the other side. He tells me, uh, and his, I was the only one he had ever told. He told me this mm-hmm. in the last four or five months. We were talking about it because he, uh, he's a co-worker of mine. And he has never told anyone about this, not even about hearing the voices, right? And uh, But he knew I was into all this, so he started talking to me about it. And then much later, he finally told me, he goes, hey, not only do I hear voices like, you know, people that have passed on, he goes, but I hear voices from, like, other dimensions. Mm-hmm. He goes, you know. And I was like, what? He's like, yeah. He goes, they tell me, hey, look, come here. We have this going on over here. Or, we have, <laughs> or, or check this out. And he says he yeah. hears it all the yeah. time, you know. Yeah. It's um, really cool that you can be that person for him, right? He's yeah. had to hold on to that information for however right. long. I don't know. He can't tell anybody, but you're the guy he can tell. I mean, I just think that's really cool from yeah. like a, yeah. And another thing about it is um, the believability is pretty high there, right? Right. Um, you know, right. It, this guy's this guy keeps this a secret and he's only going to tell you because you're the only one he, he can trust with it. You aren't going right. to go on the air and, you know, say that, no, I'm just kidding, but you're the only one that he can trust with it. And so, you know, he, he's willing to tell you, but he's not going to tell anybody else. That's not somebody looking for attention or anything like that, you know, and when you're having this crazy stuff happen to you, um, you know, hearing voices or seeing things or, or whatever, um, you know, we, we aren't, quick to jump to, wow, that's, you know, that's a ghost or that's an ET or a fairy or some sort of elemental or something. We aren't quick to jump to that if we're um, normal people. Cause I mean, normally we're trying to come up with, with a solution for it. We're like, okay, like, how do I know this isn't a hallucination or whatever? And so, you know, I trust that your friend really is having these experiences and is able to now differentiate between, you know, human spirits and other things out there. So, I mean, that's really cool. And and so what do you think about um, people who aren't, I know you say we're all psychic, right? What do y'all think about people who aren't necessarily psychic, but they hear a voice, even if it's one time in their life? Uh, an example I want to give you guys is like uh, in April, my mom had a birthday and we had a bunch of family, uh, like close immediate family, there uh, celebrating. And my brother, that was on a Sunday. My brother called me on the Monday and he's like, hey, uh, Maddie, which is my niece, he goes, Maddie came up to me during the party. He's like, hey, I keep hearing grandpa's voice. My dad, mm-hmm. he passed away 10 years ago. Uh, she goes, I keep hearing grandpa's voice. And he's telling me that he's happy that grandma's having a party, that she deserves a party, mm-hmm. right? And I'm like, really? He goes, yeah. So then Tuesday, they were all going to my dad's grave, uh, but they got canceled. My uncle said, hey, look, it's raining. Let's not go because it gets really muddy over there. And my brother's like, okay. He said, but I got something to tell you. This was on Tuesday. He calls my brother. He told him that. He's like, uh, I got something to tell you. He says, at the party, your your aunt was hearing your dad's voice. The same party, mm-hmm. right? And, and Madison and my aunt didn't even talk. They didn't know the other one heard the other voice. Mm-hmm. But my aunt heard the same thing, that he was glad my mom's having a party. She deserved it. And that when her time comes, he'd be there waiting for her, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, wow. Okay. So here's what I have to say about that. I'm not sure why people differentiate between I have psychic experiences versus 
okay, fine, I'm psychic. Uh, so like Maddie is psychic. Your aunt has a little bit of psychic ability or or her aunt or who, I'm sorry, whoever the other woman was, the aunt in the story, right? Obviously has some psychic ability that was a little bit open. And she got, both of them got a taste of what that could be like. They could both just decide to open up more and they'd get more of that. I mean, th that's just what this whole process is. So it's not that they're not psychic, but they had a psychic experience. It's that they are psychic and they just had their first psychic experience. I feel like they just need to pay more attention. Mm -hmm. I mean, really, that's what it is. Um, you know, when a loved one comes to you and is trying to get your attention, um, they're going to be a little bit more forceful with it, probably. And they know how to get you to listen or pay attention. Right. So, yeah, I mean, he, he, and you know, what's funny. Maybe uh, uh, at a certain time in my life, like I said, I, I wasn't open to it, but my dad was around and I, I knew he was around. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, there was a time I used to live outside of San Antonio uh, a few years back, and uh, I was yelling down. I was upstairs. I was yelling down at my daughter to put some clothes in the dryer, and the light switch that was right next to me just flicked on, just click, and it, it, okay. it flicked on, and the light came on, and I just knew it was my dad. You know, I yeah. just knew it was my dad. Then uh, I was there for a couple of years. I moved back here to Houston, and I was at my mom's. I was talking to my mom. I said, you know, what, dad, dad is always around me. I just know when he's around. You know, mm -hmm. and maybe that's opening up psychically. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I, I, I just know when he's around. I can't really explain it. So I was telling her that story. I said, yeah, and, and the light switch just came on, right? And right at that same moment, the light switch in the kitchen flicked on. Just click. Awesome. <laughs> Great. You know, um, we actually have a friend who is a phenomenal psychic. She is. Um, but her stuff didn't come on until her mother died. Oh. So you're saying maybe your experiences are around your father dying and then him connecting with you. Right. This, she, this, she almost turned on like a light switch when her mom died, she went through the grief of her mother dying and then bam, she was just like super crazy psychic. So maybe that was a little trigger for you to, yeah, yeah. you know, to like open up a little, your first little bit or whatever. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I totally agree with you on that. And yeah, that, that actually, clicked in my mind right now when you said that I made mm -hmm. it I made total sense right now yeah. and uh, and and you know that that was kind of what got me to opening myself up a little bit too mm -hmm. that was long ago yeah uh, hey Michelle thanks for joining thanks for listening <laughs> on the show I appreciate that she's a great <laughs> I don't know if you guys know or not she's awesome and, okay. uh, no, you, you know her, I just I just her nickname her nickname is actually the ghost magnet it's oh funny. okay it's, it's High so good that she's the show uh, at this time. It's just so yeah. funny. Great. Yeah, that's her nickname, the Ghost Magnet. When you told me that, I thought of her, and sure she is. Oh. Um, yeah, she's, she's really cool person. And we know Aaron, Aaron Brown over there. Okay. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah, it's funny because I, I didn't have the comments open, so I'm just yeah. now seeing everybody over there. <laughs> Hi, everybody. And, um, you know, I, I want to get talk a little bit more to Crystal, but I don't want us to forget about the ETs and the fairies. I got questions for you about that, Brett. But, uh, okay. but um, yeah, 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 Crystal. Um, we're talking about EVPs. Have you ever tried getting EVPs from pets? I've never. Um, I'm trying to think. No, because I don't usually record my sessions. When I when I do it, um, I type out what I'm getting so that I don't lose anything. I mean, I type it as an actual like. Um, transcript like 
I asked the dog this, and then the dog said this in return. Now, when I say said, let me um, explain that a little bit, okay? Like what, what do I get from animals, right? That counts as communication. So just like Brett and I have thought sharing, animals use telepathy all the time with each other. That's their main mode of communication. It's not just wagging their tails and roaring at each other and like, okay, so those are um, ways they communicate just like we have our verbal communication, but our like body language, nonverbal communication is the majority of human communication too, right? Okay, so animals mostly use telepathy and they don't obviously use human words or German words or Spanish words or any of that kind of stuff. They use um, images connected to feelings. And so they, they're sending that back and forth to each other all the time. So if one wants to develop their psychic ability, in my opinion, and Brett might have a different opinion, the two easiest modalities to do that with are remote viewing. I've never seen anybody who couldn't do remote viewing from the very first session or animal communication. And the reason animal communication is easy is because animals are already talking to each other telepathically all the time anyway. All you have to do is clear off this filter that doesn't let you hear what they're trying to say to you all the time. Your animals are trying to send you messages all the time. You just don't hear them. Okay, so it's easy to just clear that and then start to get stuff. So then what you have to do is you have, you'll get images and um, feelings connected to images and all that kind of stuff. And then, you know, your brain and you work to sort of translate that to what does that mean and that's how you communicate with an animal. Um, and so my example of why um, uh, tele telepathy is actually a better mode of communication than verbal is like picture a red barn. So like I just said that and you and everybody uh, listening and Brett all pictured a red barn, but uh, we're all picturing different red barns. But if I could literally take my image of a red barn and put it in your mind, Joe, and Brett's and everybody else's, then we would be thinking the exact same thing. So telepathy is actually more precise than words. Okay, so that's how animals communicate. So I, but I do, to answer your question about the EVPs, I haven't gotten any EVPs, but I also haven't like recorded my sessions and tried. So I don't know. Right, and you know, man, I love that explanation too, because uh, I love both of you guys' explanations, really, they're so, <laughs> simple and to the point it's like why didn't i freaking think of that right because when you think about it animals can already pick up on their owners okay he's mm -hmm. sad he's sick whatever they know that right so there's got to be that open at least one way so it, it, it mm -hmm. that that communication that line of communication being open it, it should make it easier i, I, I right. would think right so yeah that kind of yeah that makes a lot of sense you know uh, and um what can can you tell your first story of you trying animal communication? Because oh, okay. that is that's mm -hmm. phenomenal. <laughs> well, um, like I said, I grew up not believing in any of this kind of stuff, but I always grew up an animal lover. So um, in my early 20s, I saw that there was this like three hour class in animal communication and I signed up and um, I didn't actually believe that it was going to work. I mean, I just thought there were going to be animals there. <laughs> So I went, you know, and I didn't have anything else to do. And so we did the exercises and she taught us how to do it and everything. And at the time I had a pit bull. This was before I got together with Brett. And I came home and my pit bull's name was Damien. And so I sat there with him and in my head, I was just saying, 
turn around three times and then come over here and lay down. But I didn't say anything out loud, right? I just, I kept saying that. Turn around three times. And I, I did it a few times and uh, nothing happened. And I thought, oh man, this, I mean, this is just, this is just bunk, right? Like, I mean, I didn't learn anything. Maybe this isn't even real. Like, God, I'm such a fool. And then he turned around three times and came over and laid down. And I was like, amazing to me. And later when we talked more, I asked him, um, like, why didn't you just do it right away? Like, obviously you were hearing me. Like, why weren't, why didn't you just do it the first time I asked you to? And he said, this is how complex their thinking really is. They're as complex as humans. He said, I was debating, I was deciding whether to let you know that I could hear you because I knew once I did that once, things were going to change like forever, right? Because now we had this connection uh, and he decided he wanted, he wanted that. And then we did uh, with that pit. I mean, he's been gone like 16 years now, but with him, I hardly ever said anything out loud. Like it was all just telepathic with him. It was like a constant conversation, like between humans. Um, later we got three chihuahuas and I never had that same level of communication with them. Maybe cause there was three, maybe cause they're chihuahuas and they're all over the place or whatever. Right. I don't know. But <laughs> so it was less with them, but with him, it was just freaking amazing. Like he and I were talking constantly. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like that, man. I wish I had that connection with my dog. Mm. He passed away four years ago. Mm. Best dog. It's so ever. hard. Yeah. Really hard to live with. Yeah. Um, real quick, I, I, I know somebody had a question, Anne had a question, and, uh, and if you want to type it in, you're welcome to type it in, and we'll see what can happen, or they can answer it, and, you know, so feel free to do that, Anne. Um, yeah, so, um, the fairies, that's what I'm really interested in, because I really, oh, well, there she goes. All right. I'd like to ask if you see romance for me this year, and if it will be a person I know. We are not communicating now. Great, okay. great question. I have that okay. question. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, you know what? Give me, give me a few minutes to tune in to you. And Crystal, if, I don't know. If, yeah, if Joe, any if you want to um, talk to me a little bit and let him like okay. sort of formulate an answer for Ann. You know, I actually had a, had a question for you. I know, you know, so do animals themselves have souls and spirits? I oh, guess? absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. So, so what about plant life, like trees and plants? Um, you know, one of the big studies is, is that they respond to music, right? Mm -hmm. So to me, I mean, what do you guys think about that? Well, we'll let Chris, I mean, Brett do his thing. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I, I'm, I'm ready to go. Oh, okay. I'm ready to go. I'll get back to that question. Um, he can answer. Okay, yeah. So the first thing that came, that came to me was that you've got mail, you know, the, the movie with uh, Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks. I think, right? That's, yeah. So that, you know, that's what I'm being shown. And I don't know if that is about um, that you're going to find the person online and that's the place to look, or if it has to do with um, the movie and the situation there and just like a very fun, happy, um, playful kind of rela relationship. Um yeah, you're going to be an enemy at first. That's that's not it, actually. But um, I mean, that's what the movie premise is. Uh, I don't think that's it. But I do see like that's the one thing that just popped in really quickly. 
Um, so I would, I would consider looking online and seeing if you can find someone that way. And um, because it's the um, AOL kind of thing, like this almost old fashioned, I mean, it is old fashioned now, um, I would probably go more for a um, playful, friendly, lighthearted kind of thing than um, probably uh, just doing some sort of a hookup kind of app or something like that. Um, but like that just jumped out. That was the, the first thing that popped out. And it's funny because sometimes I will get, um, well, actually often, I think I've got guides that will give me pop reference kind of um, um, input. And so, you know, it, it's kind of fun. You know, I'll hear things, I'll see see movies i'll see these these kind of things and that's most likely where it where it comes from um i'm trying to ask like how soon this could be and i get seven or eight and i'm not sure if that is seven or eight weeks or seven eight months or um in seven or eight um hours hours <laughs> optimistic Maybe seven, what time, what, yeah, what time is it there okay so um okay um hey so seeing seeing that that comment um yeah maybe see what that guy is like see how he feels to you because that's an interesting interesting little 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 bit there so and you know what's even funnier is last week I actually saw that movie. Oh, <laughs> what? It, 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 that's it's like really uh, it's it's trending right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty. And I love that movie. That's cool. too, by the way. Yeah, uh, me too. Fantastic stuff. It's really cute. Yeah. All right. Oh, but you were asking about trees and plants. Yeah. And yeah. Do you guys have an opinion on that? Um, I know that there are lots of people actually who speak to trees. Right. My animal communication stuff hasn't translated to talking to plants, but there are people that I trust with their abilities that do actually talk to plants. So um, I've, yeah. I've, I've talked to, I've talked to trees or had a tree talk to me or something um, just once in the sequoias. Um, okay. You know, it's like you have to get really open or really tuned into that level. And it's almost, um, it's like they have to let you in. I mean, that's my my how I feel about it. I feel like it's very special. Um, and and, and Brett, that, do you is, feel like they're individuals, or is that more of a collective? Um, this felt like an individual. Mm -hmm. um, I know that some trees are a collective. Like there'll be like one. What we see is one tree sticking out of the ground, but you know it's. The, all of their roots are connected, you know, over a whole mountain or something like that. Um, I don't know what kind, but um, yeah. Um, and yeah, this was in the sequoias and I was spending some time filming there and just kind of hanging out in the trees. And I ended up having, you know, something I thought was a fairy coming up and somebody said dryad and, and I don't even know what a dryad is. Right. Um, the as close as I would get would be like from Dungeons and Dragons as a kid or something. <laughs> but um, you know, it's like so I 
talked to this talked to this little being and they showed me around and tried to show me stuff and i don't know it's just just a trip i know i just went off on a tangent no no you're good man <laughs> I, I, and like i said i've gotten so deep into all this stuff i just really like immersed myself into everything and fairies is one great. of them and so That's when you great. brought up fairies i was like i'm glad you brought up fairies because um I'm like bound and determined to see one. That's like, <laughs> if I saw a fairy before a Bigfoot, I'd be happy. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see a Bigfoot. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I feel like they've been around, but haven't haven't shown themselves to me, or I haven't been open in the right way to see them or something. Yeah. Um, and fairies, um, you know, it's it's one of those things where it's like, okay fairies that can't possibly be real right um and then there's a there's a fairy right there and it's like okay something else to add to my oh these things are real okay um same thing with angels and demons it's like they aren't real until you see them right <laughs> you yeah. know until until they're right there and uh so yeah with fairies i think the cool let's see I think the coolest thing that happened was I was like, well, how do you see the world? And I was walking home from the beach and walking past somebody's garden. And I was asking, I was asking the fairies in my head. I'm not walking around talking out loud usually. Um, but, you know, how do you see the world? And for about 30 seconds after that, um, the colors and everything were like super vibrant. I mean, everything was like saturated, like hundred percent. It was crazy. And, um, you know, it feels lighter and everything. And, you know, that lasted for about 30 seconds or maybe a minute or something like that. And that was absolutely, that was wild. Um, and then, um, an EVP that I think came from a fairy was, uh, them asking, um, like, well, why do you even, like, why do you even um, physically incarnate? Like, what's the purpose? Like, that <laughs> seems so lame. You know, that was the that was the kind of idea there. Mm -hmm. And then one other one other fairy related um, thing was, I got an EVP. This was also kind of in the sequoias. In, another time somewhere else um but they were saying like a leprechaun now i've seen everything and so really? it's just like i had no idea anything like that was was going on at the time but it's just those kind of things are like uh paradigm shifters you know like right. like okay <laughs> so so that's another thing that's real i guess uh, something I don't, I don't tell people who watch the show probably know I've talked about it. But I don't tell a lot of people about it, and I'll never—I don't know if I'll ever come out and tell the whole full story. But uh, I've had uh -huh. my run-ins with ETs, uh, you know. And that's—we and can talk about that up there. Like I said, I don't—it's <laughs> crazy. It sounds crazy. Of course, you're here talking about fairies, I, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Literally nothing you um, can say that's going to seem crazy with the with the ET stuff. Um, we've had, we've had encounters with ETs. We've had little time periods when, when we had them 
coming to the house and basically causing problems for, I don't know, for a long time. And um, so we understand not wanting to get into it. Um, ETs are hard to get rid of. They're hard to hard to move on or um, just have friendly ones around. Yeah. yeah well, uh, me personally, I have no issues with them. None at all. Okay. That's great. I welcome them every single okay. time. Okay. Know? Fantastic. You know, uh, but like I said, um, I won't, I won't as long as they're looking out for you, that's, that's mm -hmm. awesome. Yeah. Like, cause there are, there are ones that aren't looking out for you <laughs> and you yeah. want to make sure you have, you want to make sure you have the good guys around you to um, keep the other guys from, from making your life miserable. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because there are some stories out there uh, that are pretty bad with these, with some of this, you know, some of the species, mm -hmm. right? And yeah. it, it, and you always have a side where like they're all bad, and then this side is like they're all good. Mm -hmm. And like I understand, probably you understand, there are some bad ones, there are some good ones, mm -hmm. right? Right. Oh yeah, for sure. You know, that's where I stand. I, I know mm -hmm. that there are some bad ones, there are some good ones. Just like yeah, uh, with any, with us. Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Look around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so, like, uh, what kind of advice would you guys give to people who wanted to develop their abilities, psychic abilities? Um, okay, so I've been asked this with animal communication a bunch, and right. uh, my like very not my very flippant answer that people don't seem to like very much, but um, shut up and listen. But I mean, like. For real, that's the, <laughs> that's great. The absolute basic uh, premise of psychic ability, because like we were talking in the beginning, you meditate. What does that do? That gets your mind out of the way. You are shutting up so you can listen to what is already there, right? So that's really what psychic ability is about. So people do that different ways. They uh, train through different protocols. They meditate. They do all of that. But essentially, all it's doing is getting you out of the way, removing your filters. You also have to believe, right? You have to believe that this is at least possible, right? right? You can't uh, be going, oh yeah, this is stupid. No, I can't, right. whatever. Okay, like you're not going to develop your abilities that way. You have to say, well, maybe, maybe, at least this is possible. Let me try. Be open-minded to it. Okay, so that's super important. And then you have to find whatever way works for you. Now, some people like the structure of a protocol, which is what remote viewing is, right? Like Russell Targ, one of the main, the first um, developers of remote viewing for the army program, he's even said, you know, remote viewing is um, sort of just an excuse for people who um, need an excuse to be psychic, right? Like they, they can't just accept, well, psychic ability is a thing. Oh yeah. But here's Permission. this like, proven formula, whatever, right? And um, so then they'll do that. And really all it's doing is typing, tapping into their psychic ability. So remote, remote viewing is fantastic. It's one way to do it. Like I said, I've never, and we work with a remote viewing group called Applied Precognition Project. We help them run their, um, like their workshops and their conferences and stuff um, because we, we believe in what they're doing. And I've never, seen even an absolute beginner not be able to do remote viewing. So that's proof that right there, everybody has psychic ability, but other people don't want the strict structure 
of remote viewing, which is like phases one through six, and now write down this, you know, and draw it this way and all that kind of stuff. Some people just want it to be more open. And so there are other teachers for that. There are uh, videos on YouTube or whatever, or they can literally really like what you're doing, right? You're just meditating and you're tapping, you're following your instinct, right? What you should do next, what you should do next, that kind of stuff. That's another, that's another way to develop it. Uh, everybody's different. Everybody likes to learn differently. Some people are hands-on learners. Some people like to sit in a classroom, right? It's going to be even that with psychic ability. It's going to be that different for um, how people should do it. But there are a lot of great teachers out there. A lot. Yeah. If people yeah. want a teacher. Yeah. Yeah. Like when I started doing this, I started uh, meditating on my own. I just I knew about mm -hmm. meditation, even though I, I didn't really know how to do it. And that's another thing I looked up. There are so many different varieties on YouTube, mm -hmm. you, you know, and I was just going through a bunch of them. And I finally found someone that I liked and I stuck okay. with that one. Yeah. But yeah. At first, I'd be laying there because what I do is I like to lay down in my bed. I got a dark room, so I, I, that's what I do, right? And it's hard when you first do it because you're laying there and you're trying to think and trying to concentrate. And you know, all I'm thinking about, okay, the light bill is due tomorrow. <laughs> you know, yeah. Stuff like yeah, that. You, you gotta real. get that out of your mind. And I'm real, real, really good at it now. I mean, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm really proud of myself where I am now. So good. And then the next thing you have to do is um, there's a big part of this. Like you said earlier to yourself, oh, well, it's kind of subtle for you. You're not, uh, you know, Professor X kind of thing. And we all laughed about that because most of us aren't. It is really subtle. So I want everybody to know that um, there are times when it really hits you over the head and it's like unmistakable. But um, a lot of times it feels like you're talking to yourself or you're making something up and you have to learn. Everybody has to learn within themselves where that line is. How do you figure out what was a message from spirit, a spirit guide, an ET, whatever, versus your own mind just making something up right there? And I would say that is actually the hardest part of learning this, is learning to differentiate between your own thoughts and what is psychic thoughts. And, and for real, once you learn how much is psychic coming to you from other people, from your pets, from people you don't even know walking down the street. These are ideas they're putting in your head. It's not even your own idea. Uh, so through telepathy, through mediumship, all this stuff, we're getting ideas all the time. We attribute them to our own random thought process, but you have to learn which ones are actually coming from somewhere else. That's, that's, that's pro to me, that's the hardest part, figuring out what's yours and what's from somewhere else. And once you figure that out, man, it's like coming all the time. Yeah, I think trust is huge. Um, just trust trust what impressions are coming to you. Like, um, you know, going back to the you've got mail. Um, okay, so I'm trying to connect with somebody, right? You know, okay, you know, what information am I getting for Anna? Um, answering her question. And the first thing that popped into my head was you've got mail. And I start seeing images of it and stuff like that. And by the time I realize what's happening, I'm already past it. I'm already like distracted and into something else. And I have to go, okay, wait a second. I, I did get information like that. I didn't like, I'm just not going to have that pop into my head. Um, I've been doing this long enough that it, I, I know kind of what to expect when it's my thoughts versus somebody else's thoughts or somebody else putting it in my head. Um, and that's kind of how I operate. 
I feel like my guides on the other side is um, giving me information. It's not just me um, hooking into the, you know, the internet for, for psychic information or whatever. I feel like somebody is like, you know, handing it to me and giving it to me. So that's kind of how it works for me. But I think um, meditation, that's the biggest thing to do because it gets you to kind of be quiet. Um, I saw Bim Jim said, like, find the off switch for your mind. Um, I think that's like, that's the goal. Um, but I don't think most of us can just do that. I think especially we've been trained with pop-ups everywhere. We've got, you know, our phone vying for our attention. We've got all of these things going on. So being able to like fully shut stuff off isn't, isn't as realistic when you're starting out. Once you get going, um, yeah, you can, you can flip a switch and you're in an altered state or in, in a trance or whatever, like so quickly. But for most of us, it's just, um, let's just try to focus on one thing, like breathing. I'm a big fan of, you know, breathe in, two, three, hold, two, three, exhale, two, three, and then start it again and try to pay attention to that. And if you can do it for 15 seconds, you're meditating. And, you know, you go a little longer and stuff starts to happen and you start to feel good and you, you actually can start to open up things for you. Um, and so, like, that's kind of the door to get into the the psychic stuff or being able to control it and be able to um, know what's you, like, what's normal in your operating system and what is outside of yourself. So that's, that's the big thing. And then paying attention to these really, really subtle cues, um, you know, these little images. Uh, you might see things, you might hear things, you might just know things. Um, you might smell something, you might taste something um, or have like emotions or feelings about something. These are all different ways people can, can get information. And you just pay attention. Like, what is it? Like when you go into a room and, you know, it feels odd. It's like, okay, well, why does it feel weird? Um, it's like, okay, well, yeah, the heater is on and it's like really hot in here. Okay. We know that that's a mundane thing, but you can walk into a room and it's like temperature seems fine. It's not stuffy. Um, you know, but I feel a lot of anxiety. And then you find out later, it's like, oh, okay. Somebody was having an argument in this room, you know, right before you came in or something. Um, that's, you know, another, another way to do it, but then you've got to trust what you're getting. So. And, and I want to um, add to that. Yeah. What he's talking about, like um, saying, Oh, somebody just had a fight in this room and you can feel it. You know, people will say like, Oh, well, that's just intuition or I'm just an empath. I'm not psychic or whatever. You know what? These are all on the spectrum of psychic ability. That That's like, that's just low level psychic ability. You're not getting images or, or words in your head yet, but you're getting like those preliminary feelings that it's are not, like in your body. It's not low level. It's not okay, low so level. Okay. <laughs> so I apologize. It's not low level, but um, that is absolutely also psychic ability. 
mother's intuition. There's a thing called what? Um, blue sense. Blue sense, right? Cops develop blue sense where they know what's going to happen before they like go into the room or whatever. And they, they count on that to save their lives. All of this is psychic ability. Even the, um, not just Project Stargate with the original like um, Manu Stericotes kind of stuff, which, you know, is actually very fun. We've met like some of those really, all of those are based on through um, Applied Precognition Project. Uh, fun old guys that a lot of um, information is going to die off with them soon, you know, because they're all like in their 80s and stuff. But um, even recently, the military, the Navy, I think, spent like millions of dollars. No, no, probably the Marine Corps um, training people to develop their intuition on the battlefield. Literally, that was a thing that the military is still putting money out for, you know. So like this is a real thing. This all falls within the realm of psychic ability. People just have to call it different things in different aspects of life, right? Because uh, for some reason, we're all too chicken to just call it psychic ability. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it is, like, it's yeah, all just psychic right, ability. Right, just Do it, yeah. go for it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Cool guys, so what's, what is your goal with, with, with all this? Do you have a, an end game, so to speak? Enlightenment. Okay. No, I'm just. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. World I, domination. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. One of those. One of those things. Um, Whatever comes first. Right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't. I don't know what the. What the big goal is. Um. I've got. I've got something that. Um. I've kind of been tasked with, or, that's not not actually the right way to say it. I'm working for the other side. I'm doing something for the other side. And it's kind of, um, it's, well, it is a secret that they have, they have me doing. And so like, I am constantly working for the other side for something. And I think that's like, that's my ultimate thing to be successful with um, what I'm doing for, for spirits, you know, for, for entities over there. Right. That's my that's my big goal. Yeah. Um, if I can help people and work with people and you know get us all to level up our abilities, like that's my like that's my dream. I would love for everybody to get this figured out because it's so amazing. It's really, really scary um, until you start to get a grip with it um, because you know this <laughs> seeing a ghost for the first time can, like knock somebody out right? right i mean somebody somebody cannot have you know they can't continue their normal life once they've seen a ghost and are accepting it or you know even seeing a ufo or a bigfoot or you know whatever having that kind of experience you can't just go back to being the same person you were it changes their whole outlook changes mm -hmm. their whole uh, reality Yes, for sure. So what about you, uh, Crystal? What's your, um, well, one of the things I, I've wanted to do with animal communication more than just, um, you know, work with individual clients and help solve individual animal person issues, whatever. I just, I want everybody to get this idea, really get it about animals being as psychologically and emotionally complex as humans are. And um, just so you know, I'm not coming at this from a, oh, people should be vegan, whatever standpoint, because I am actually not, um, which is 
some cognitive dissonance I have, but that's a whole other kind of conversation. But that's not what I mean. I just it's really important to me to help people um, see animals more more completely and understand them, understand how complex they are in their minds and their emotions and how to um, communicate with them. It's one of the best things I've ever done for myself is um, learn animal communication because it just opens up everything. It's so similar, like you and Brett were just saying, like even just seeing a UFO or a Bigfoot or like something, right? That you have to change your worldview. You have, right? For the first time, if you didn't already believe in that. And that same thing happens with animal communication. Only there's that added piece that like uh, people love their pets. Once they can talk to their pets, like another human almost, you know, and like have that back and forth. That is so incredibly life-changing. I just, I want everybody to have that both for people and for the animal's sake, you know, to just be recognized um, on that higher level like that. And then just on a broader level, I just really want everybody to own that they're psychic. I don't let anybody get away with that stuff. Like you said, well, what if somebody's not really psychic, but they have psychic things happen to them, like kind of thing. I don't let anybody get away with that. <laughs> everybody is psychic. You're own it. Yeah, own it. You're at a different level, different level of your development in your psychic ability, but you are psychic. Everybody is. Everybody on this chat is psychic. Everybody who's not listening, who doesn't believe me, they're still psychic, even though they don't believe me. <laughs> yeah. They might be annoying, but yeah. they're still psychic. <laughs> everybody, everybody is. Everybody well, is. I know I'm annoying. For sure. <laughs> That's true. I'm annoying. I've been told that <laughs> several times. Oh. That's so weird. I get that too, you know? <laughs> Maybe it's our haircuts. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, what did you say, Professor X? Is yeah. that the? Yeah, the bald thing. That's yeah. right. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Hey, Chris, tell us about your book real quick, too. Okay. So um, we talked a little bit in the beginning how, like, I came to this largely while I was with Brett and all that. And so then there was actually a point where he – oh, he's going to hold it up. So I don't have to hold it um, <laughs> um, Is it in the – is it backwards? No. no. Okay. Yeah. It's right oh, okay, cool. Interesting, because it looks backwards to us. Okay, that's fine. Okay, you can put it down. Okay. Um <laughs> um, okay, so I have a background in therapy, and um, we went through a period where even though he was already like kind of psychic, there was one summer, remember, we said we worked in a school, we actually worked there together, we were on summer vacation, and he had like this insanely huge um, psychic emergence that came out where he could start doing healing, he could start clearing houses, I mean, this like all came on all of a sudden. And that can be really disruptive. And it wasn't that we had to change our worldview because we already believed in all this, but the level of his just inundation with information and energy flow and all that actually was very um, disruptive to sleep, health, mental health, whatever. So what I did is after we went through that, um, I wrote a book that's a combination of talking about psychic ability and using my um, therapy background for actually relationship related stuff too. So this book is really for um, somebody who is the partner of someone who um, had like this big awakening and you don't know what the hell to do with it, right? Like it's either scaring you or it's scaring them or for some reason it's disrupting your life. And this it's literally sort of like a step-by-step, -step, like this is what you do in the beginning phase and this is what they're going through and this is what you should do for yourself. And then here's how to build it. and 
Um, you know, then in the later chapters, it describes uh, lots of the different types of psychic modalities and things you can use, everything from pendulums to crystals and all that kind of stuff. But the main part is just like it's a melding of relationship advice, um, specifically from um, when someone is having this particular issue that you love issue being that it's a really awesome thing, but it's hard at first. It can be really hard it's at first. Crazy disruptive. <laughs> yeah. You know, you're cruising along normal, normal life. Um, you know, I was I was still psychic. I was still doing this this stuff, but then um I don't know, uh demons and angels show up and start like being involved in your life and stuff. And so yeah that is going to derail you no matter what is going on. Um, you know, whether or not both of you believe it, you know, in the relationship or, you know, if, if only one person believes it, then that relationship isn't probably going to do so well. Yes. Um, but even if both of you believe it, it's really hard to keep moving forward and, you know, be able to, um, adjust your life and adjust how you're operating, um, to be able to move forward. Um, it's kind of, you know, thinking about this, thinking about people that don't have a, um, significant other or partner, um, them going through it, it's still going to disrupt, you know, it's going to change your life. You're going to have <laughs> totally different stuff yeah. going on. You know, it's, I mean, it's hard to operate when you can see things, you know, when things are very, very real right there next to you or moving through your room or crawling on your walls or whatever, you know, moving so. stuff around in the house, um, yeah. affecting the dogs. One times we had an e the ETs come in. They knocked all three of our dogs out. They were sedated. They were laying there like they were just dead until, you know, yeah. they said, here's a disturbing thing. They said. Um, yeah, that's just to let you know that we could kill them if they wanted to, if we wanted to. And then the dogs, all three of them woke up simultaneously. I mean, we were having like really intense experiences when all of this came on with him. And even if it's not that intense, something like, like all of a sudden he could do energy healing, like out of nowhere. Right. And it's like, how do you go back to your regular job? Yeah. Right. <laughs> Why are you giving me grief over these spreadsheets? Like, right. <laughs> This is not important, it's you know. Just, it like, disrupts everything, everything in your world. So the book is about all that stuff. That, that's all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and for real, it's she did a good job with it. <laughs> Thanks. How to live with a psychic and the uh, what is it? Your guide for maintaining a happy relationship when someone you love gets weird. <laughs> By Crystal Hope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or Crystal that's, Hope Reed. That's a bigger subject to tackle yeah, yeah. that's a whole other book <laughs> it's a bigger book <laughs> yeah. yeah well cool man guys uh past our hour which i don't mind uh, oh, okay i really like to have you guys on because i'm taking notes as we're talking stuff i wanted to ask you guys but we're running out of time and, okay we'll uh, do it yeah, again i'd love to have you guys on mm -hmm. man and we'll, we'll go through all this again okay and, uh, everyone in the chat i appreciate you guys great participation as Everybody. always thanks for joining the show and coming along this little ride with me. And uh, guys, if you will hold on, we'll end the show right here. Uh, good night, everyone. <laughs>